my little addendum. I don't want to see nobody sitting down when it's time to give him glory now. Addendum to the addendum.
little over a year ago, we gathered together to worship and pray, unaware of the changes that were happening around us. We gathered together not knowing that it would be this time the following year before being able to do so again. We gathered together in typical fashion with the expectation that we would see one another the next Sunday to worship, grow, connect, and serve. Little could we have imagined how vastly things would have changed, how scattered we would have become, and how long we would go before being regathered in this place for public worship. I ask that you join me this morning in this litany and this call to worship as this small portion of our congregation come in representation of K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church beginning to regather again. Won't you stand? For our online audience, we ask that you join us with the litany that is on your screen. For you who are gathered here, you may follow along on the screen or on the digital programs provided on your smart devices. We gather together this morning as a representative portion of the local congregation called K-Chapel giving thanks to God for beginning to bring us together again. For your mercy throughout this pandemic, we give you thanks. We gather together to declare that you are good and your mercy endures forever. Our world has changed since last we met collectively. We've elected a new president and vice president, new senators and new council persons. But through all that has changed, you have remained the same faithful, loving, almighty God whom we adore. As we gather together in this sanctuary, it seems right that we pause and recognize that there are those who were with us when we last met who have since been gathered into your loving arms. Although they now make up that great cloud of witnesses by faith, we call their names and thank you that we sense now their spirits. Irma Braxton, Kenneth Williams, May Helen Walker, Alonzo Mack Jr., Lenora Williams, Terry Joe Collins, Deacon Ernest Ellis, Lauren Cummings, Frank Blunson, Dorothy W. Aldrich, James Johnson, Walter Call Griffin Jr., Keelan Wright, Nadia Moncure. All together, thank you, God. The Psalms teach us to say a lot, to pause and reflect in gathering our thoughts. As we gather, we pause to name the lessons we've learned, the new skills, values, and abilities that have come 
with adaptability. As we gather, we pause to be reminded of what is most precious, the values that we have recovered, the spaces that we have found anew, the reminders of what really matter most in this life. As we gather, we pause and are reminded of how far we have come by faith alone. Through our tired trudging and our cheeks damp with tears, we catch a glimpse of your presence, your love, your hope, and so we pause to catch our breath. To rest a moment before continuing the journey. Let us pray together, all. Gracious God, you led your people through the wilderness and brought them to the promised land. You scattered your people but you regather them again according to your word. So as we regather, after more than a year of having been scattered, help us to do so with new focus and renewed faith, lifting our eyes to you as we worship, grow, connect, and serve you with a fierce determination. We are glad to be in this service one more time. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Come on and put those hands together now and bless God. If you're glad to be in this service, come on and bless the name of the Lord. If you're really glad to be in this service, it's time to worship and praise his holy name. I wish some sanctified folk would bless the name of the Lord in this house. I'm glad to be in the service. One more time, has the Lord been good? Has the Lord been good? Has God been shown up good? Oh, bless his name. Magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. To our online audience, you go on and bless the name of the Lord too. We're going to worship God together in this house of prayer. For God is great and he is so greatly to be praised. You know what we're going to do. We're going to bring those virtual voices together now with this live band, and we're going to worship the Lord because we're glad to be in the service one more time. Let's praise him, y'all.
Oh, bless his name. My God, my God, glad to be in the service one more time. Amen. 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 Y'all not tired yet, are you? Amen. We've been, we've been watching service. Now we worship. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Come on with the scripture and prayer this morning, Brother Good morning. Duvall. I am you, Deacon Matthew Duvall. And the scripture this morning will come from the 107th chapter of Psalms, verses 1 through 3, and they read as follows. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy, and gathered out from the lands from the east and from the west, and from the north and from the south. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers and hearers and doers of his holy and inspired word. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pause to say thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for ordering our steps and putting your hedge of protection around our families. Daily we say a special prayer for those families that are suffering from bereavement. Father, we ask that you keep them encouraged and remind them that you are our refuge and strength and an ever-present help in times of trouble. We thank you for our pastor that will be providing the spoken word this morning. And despite the challenging times, we are thankful to be back in your house, Father. Yes. And also for the ability to remain connected to our K Chapel Church family. My God. Father, I ask that today's lesson inspire us to remain faithful in our Pray, work man. of being the type of Christians that you intended us yes, to be. Yes, sir. We ask that these and other things in Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Good to see you, Matthew. Amen. That boy been growing. Amen. Growing in the word since he's been out of, out of the building. Amen. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. Listen, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Listen, it's time that we give now in this our offering. And let me thank you, uh, Kay Chapel, and uh, you who are here and those who are uh, continuing to worship with us online. Uh, you have been so faithful in your giving. Uh, you have not missed, we have not missed a beat in terms of, uh, of, of all of our obligations, but also all of the things that we wanted to do. And we thank God for your faithfulness in that. We want to ask that you continue to give as the Lord has so prospered and blessed you to be able to do so. Those of you who are with us live, we want to remind you that there are offering uh, buckets at the back of the church. If you want to drop your offering in as you leave, uh, you may do so. But if you want to continue in the way that you have throughout uh, over the last 14 months, uh, by all means, you're welcome to do that as well. Whatever you do, whichever manner you give, you know what we want you to do. Give so liberally and cheerfully, for the Lord loves a cheerful giver. Amen. Praise the voices. Amen. The voices and the band are coming back now. All right. It's time to give him glory. Y'all ready? Y'all ready out there? Good, good, good. Says, Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever. Say it again, Lord. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever. People from every nation.
Thank you. 
let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this offering that is being received today as it will be used for the uplifting of your kingdom. As we journey through the days ahead, we ask, Father, that you prepare our journey, guide our footsteps, and the, only, and the Holy Spirit watch over us every day as we follow through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. 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 Anybody feel like worshiping God this morning? Amen. He is good. His mercy is everlasting. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Listen, we want to get a few announcements. I believe. Do we have any announcements this morning from the? No. Okay. Good enough. So listen, let me, let me ask, um, because I, I got the best phone call this morning. Give me just a second. I got the best phone call this morning. Uh, I wrote it down. Where did I put it? I wrote it down. Okay. Felicia Hayes. Felicia Hayes. I want to give a shout out to Felicia Hayes this morning. Felicia, I know you're watching. I got a phone call about 830 this morning. I was here at the church. Got a phone call. This young lady said, she asked, she said, uh, do you have to be registered to come to church this morning? And I could hear it in her voice. She so wanted to be here. And pastor had to say, I'm sorry. You do have to be registered. You know what blessed me in that? Is that even though she was heartbroken, she handled it with so much grace. I wish y'all would talk to me here. I mean, it's hard to tell somebody no already. But to tell somebody no when their heart is set. And then Felicia handled it with so much grace. She said, I understand. I I really wanted to be here. She, she talked about all the preparations she had made to be here. And she said, I just didn't know. I said, Pastor, I said, I'm sorry. I, I, I wish I could. But here's what I want you to do, Felicia, and everybody else who's watching. Listen, registration opens on Sundays. Su the Sunday prior to the service that we're going to have. It will open the week prior to this actual service. So we'll meet again the third Sunday. That means registration will open the second Sunday, okay? So you have a whole week to register. And what we're asking you to do, those of you who are here this morning, we want everybody to get an opportunity to come and worship. So if you're here this morning, you you hold off on registering, amen? Give another 75 the amen, that's right, that's right. Give another 75 the opportunity to come in and worship in your place. And if by Wednesday, if by Wednesday, 75 slots have not been filled and we have some slots open, then we will allow you to come, you who have already been here, to register in, in, in those places, okay? But we want to be as fair as possible, as equitable as possible, so we can get as many different people into the services uh, as we can until we get back to full-time service. Amen, somebody? Amen, amen. So thank you for that. Thank you for understanding. And Felicia, thank you for your grace. Amen. Thank you for being so gracious and graceful in understanding how we're doing this. And, and until we get back to full-time service, uh, the, the way that we're going to, to, to handle things. God bless you. Listen, I want to also, we, we made mention uh, of, of the saints of God who have uh, left us on this side and who are certainly a part of that great cloud of witnesses and we thank God for them thank God for their life and for their ministry and for their just who they are the the um, uh, flower arrangement that you see in front of me today uh, is given in memory of brother Frank Blunson brother Frank Blunson and this is uh, given on behalf of Danny E. Cupid uh, 
uh, attorney at law. And uh, he, he says, and I'll, I'll just quickly read it. Um, he says, I would like to offer the sanctuary flowers in your first in-person service of 2021 in memory of Frank Blunson. From the beginning of my legal career, when I represented indigents in youth court and youth court, Frank was a counselor. He has been a mentor and inspiration to me. I'm sure he has been to many of your members. Your moving words at his funeral captured the essence of the man we all loved. I will miss his friendship and leadership and give in honor to his memory. And this is signed again, Danny E. Cupid, attorney of law. And he not only gave flowers, y'all, he gave a nice little donation here. Amen. And so I want the business, make sure we get this to the, uh, to the finance back, back in the back. Amen. God bless you and God keep you as our prayer. Listen, it's first Sunday. We want to wish all of our May babies a happy birthday. Can we say happy birthday to our May babies this morning? Happy birthday. You don't have to sing it. We just going to play it. Happy birthday. Amen. bless you. God bless you. Listen, I want to thank, I want to thank all of our greeters and ushers, you who have been a part of this first regathering. How did the process go for y'all? Did y'all get checked in real good? Amen. Did it go real good? Hey, did y'all get y'all K cards? Did you get your K card? Hey, can somebody hold up your K card? Somebody hold up your K card real quick. Uh, Camera, if you can get somebody with that K. Hey, listen, you need to be a card carrying member. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Get, get a zero in on one of those K cards. That's right. Every member gets a K card or households get K cards. Amen. And this is for check-in purposes. Uh, there's no money. There's no money on this K card now. Amen. Ain't no money on this K card. So if you steal it, you ain't getting nothing. Amen. You ain't getting nobody's bank account or anything like that. But what it does is it helps us with the ease of registration. It also helps us uh, once we're through this, it will be something that we continue to use uh, for registration purposes. For instance, uh, for uh, Women's Day breakfast or for when our youth are registering and going on trips, you can use that K card to register your young people for uh, volunteering, for uh, trips that they're taking, for registration, for events that we're having here at the church. That's going to be a very handy card. So keep it and also the little tab, put it on your key ring as well uh, because in, in, in that way we'll be able to get you registered and quickly uh, get through some things that normally would take a bit of a process. You remember when you have to go to the back and stand in line and register for stuff? Guess what? No more because you got a K card. I wish somebody would talk to me. <laughs> Amen. You got a K card and you can swipe it. You can get it on your phone and just register at your leisure. Amen. This pandemic has taken some things, but it's also given some things. Amen. It's given us the opportunity to excel and to progress in some amazing ways through technology. And so we're thankful for those things. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Listen, we're going to get ready for the word of God. We got one more song and we're going to get ready for the word of God.
grateful. Anybody grateful this morning? <laughs> Got to see another day. <laughs> yes, it's good to be good to be back together, and I'm grateful about it. Come on, I am. No, no. 
Come on and put those grateful hands together. All the grateful people clap unto the Lord. All the grateful people stand to your feet and magnify. If you're grateful in this house, hallelujah. Oh, bless your name, God. You, you've been so good. You've been so good. We're grateful this morning. Grateful this morning. Oh, bless your name, God. Oh, bless your name, God. Oh, bless your name, God. We're grateful. We're grateful. Oh, bless your name, God. Oh, grateful. My God, my God. table, y'all. Say we're grateful. Close on my back, Lord. Said I'm grateful. Thank you today. Oh, bless your name, God. Are the issues of are the issues of my heart is gratefulness. Is gratefulness. Bless your name, God. Bless your name, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, we might go a little bit over an hour this morning. Y'all not going to be mad, are you? <laughs> Amen. I know we got used to that hour service. Amen. We're going to hold it as close as we can. Psalm 107. Psalm 107. These words read earlier in your hearing. And thank you, Matthew. Thank you so much for leading us in devotional this morning. Psalm 107, verses 1 through 6. And while you're getting there, let me thank these ministers who are with me on this morning. Thank God for your ministry throughout all of this. Thank God for you. See you in the audience. Also, my brother, uh, Reverend Rhodes from Mount Helm is here. Thank God for your friendship and your fellowship as well. Psalm 107, verses 1 through 6, there these words are recorded. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered them out of the land from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. 
They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their souls fainted in them. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord just for a few moments this morning. This first experience of regathering, I want to talk from the subject, grateful for the regathering. Grateful for the regathering. It goes without saying that there's a lot of emotion in this sanctuary this morning, and I know you couldn't do everything you wanted to do like you wanted to do it, I know. I wanted to sing a little bit louder and a little bit longer. I know. There is immense joy and gladness in this place that is buttressed with extreme caution as we do our best to worship God in spirit and truth in, in an unusual way mindful of trying to observe the guidelines and practice the protocols in, that are put in place as we do our level best to give God our heartfelt praise. Even though only a portion of our congregation can come now for in-person worship, today, today's regathering gives us hope that indeed God is bringing us back together. Through it all, you have remained faithful. You have neither wavered in your support nor have you wandered from this fellowship, though limited to a virtual online experience. And I would let you know that while our online audience must type amen, it's okay for you to say amen. Rather, you have demonstrated the kind of steadfast, unmovable, and always abounding faith in Christ and to his church that scripture commands. And as a pastor, I must say to you, I am grateful. Grateful that God has inspired us in a deeper commitment. Grateful grateful that God has allowed us to experience the power of the gospel aside from meeting in this building by adding to the number new members through both confessions of faith and Christian experience. I'm grateful. Grateful that we have learned new ways to minister, new technologies to utilize, new platforms to employ for current and future ministry needs, and new applications of the things that God had already entrusted in our hands. I'm grateful. While there is much that this pandemic has taken from us, there is also much that it has given to us out of this. We have learned ways to use our parking lot as a venue for ministry. Out of this, we've learned that serving the community does not require a big building, but it does require a big heart for people and a growing love for God. Out of this, we've learned how to be better in the use of space and time that God has given to us, streamlining our services while keeping it spirit-filled spirit and Holy Ghost-guided. But perhaps... I am most grateful 
that the Lord has shepherded us while we have been scattered from this place. Can I be honest with you? If I'm honest with you, Reverend Redmond, that was one of my biggest struggles in all of this. That was the thing that caused me the most tears and the most anxiety, but also allowed for the most growth. I recall, and my wife will remember this because she helped me through it. One Sunday after watching the service on the screen, I was feeling completely underprepared and extremely overwhelmed by this new space we were in. And I remember asking the Lord with tears in my eyes, how am I supposed to shepherd a flock I can't see? How am I supposed to watch after and care for the souls of a people when I can no longer connect with them weekly? How do I minister, God, to members who need me when I have to practice social distancing? And I wept. I walked with my wife and wept. And it was through those tears and through that series of questioning that the Lord reminded me of what the psalmist meant when he penned the words, the Lord is my shepherd. God reminded me that it was not up to me. The Lord is my shepherd. He reminded me that it was not my responsibility. The Lord is my shepherd. And I had to stop singing it and start living it. The Lord is my shepherd. I had to stop reading it and start realizing the Lord is my shepherd. I had to stop quoting it and start requiring myself to let go of what was never mine to do in the first place. The Lord is my shepherd. So if you remember, when we started exploring taking worship experiences to different locations, the very first service filmed away from this church was at the Mississippi Agriculture and Forestry Museum. And we began the scattered sermon series right there. And in one of the shots, I was preaching inside of a sheep stall to try to say to you what the Lord was saying to me. That God had not abandoned us, but he was acutely aware of where we were, what we needed, and where we were going. And even though the flock may sometimes be scattered across the vast pasture of his creation, causing us to feel distanced and disconnected, we take courage in the fact that it's still his pasture. This is my father's world. Know where we can flee from his presence. And in that, God would regather us in his time. He would regather us in his time. He would bring us together in his time. He would reconnect us and bring us back to this sanctified place. And that's, that's really what this text highlights this morning. That from the east, the west, the north, and the south, God is regathering his people. 
Lest I hold you too long, I simply want to suggest to you that as we regather, as we come back together into this building for in-person worship, as we begin to re-engage ministry and reinstitute programming, let us be mindful that although we are coming back, that we should not confuse it with going back. I'm going to say that again because some of y'all were at home. I, I said we're coming back, but don't confuse it with going back. So, so many of us, so many of us have been expressing the desire to get back to normal and back to the life that we were living before COVID. We, we've been looking forward to getting back to doing the things that we used to do and going the places we used to go and experiencing the things that we used to experience. And we can't get to go, we can't wait to go back and get back to what we used to love. But I think... I think we should be a bit more thoughtful because there's a lot about the past that we ought to leave in the past. Wish I had some help in this house. There's a lot about what we used to do that we don't ever need to return to doing again. I wish y'all would come on and walk down this road with me. Some, some of us have spent more time with our families than we've ever spent before. And we don't need to go back to being passing ships in the night. Some of us have had better sleep schedules than we've ever had before. And we don't need to start burning the candle at both ends again. Some of us have gotten more meaningful work done than we've ever gotten before because we focus more on the essentials rather than than just doing things because that's what we've always done and that's the way we've always done it and we don't need to go back to managing meaningless minutia things we we have done things differently and we don't need to go back and pick up the same old things just because that's what we used to do if we've learned there's a better way, if we've learned we can get through this another way, if we learn there are new methodologies, new technologies that allow us to be that more, much more productive, there's no need of us going back just because that's where we were comfortable. We've been more resourceful than we've ever been. We don't need to go back depending on others to do for us what we can do for ourselves. We've been more inten intentional than we've ever been, and we don't need to go back just doing things to be busy. We've been more productive, been more prayerful, been more centered, been more connected, been more present. And while we look forward to coming back to the church for public worship, you ought to have it made up in your mind that I'm not going back. I'm coming back, but I'm not going back. I'm coming back, but I'm not going back the same way I was when I left. I'm coming back, but I'm not going back doing ministry the same old way. I'm coming back, but I'm not going back expecting things to be the same or even expecting people to be the same. I'm coming back, but I'm not going back because I'm coming back with a different appreciation for life itself. I'm coming back with a different approach to and an affection for ministry. I'm coming back with a new value system in place. I'm coming back with a new respect for what we do here. I'm coming back with a new sense of how important this place really is. I'm coming back with knowing how vital my worship is to my life, how necessary prayer is, how critical community is. I'm coming back with a new heart for service, a new mind for ministry, a new spirit for giving. I'm coming back grateful for the regain gathering and this text this text helps us to see something about gratefulness in regathering first thing I see here is that in regathering we should have a greater zeal in the worship of God a greater zeal in the worship of God it's in the text y'all verse 1 says oh give thanks unto the Lord 
for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Oh, give thanks. Now, what I find interesting about that Driscoll is that the psalmist could have started that psalm simply by saying, give thanks. Could have just said, give thanks unto the Lord. But, but no, he put an O in front of it. Oh, give thanks. Oh is an exclamatory interjection. Oh, give thanks. Oh suggests another level of thanksgiving. Oh, give thanks. It suggests excitement. It suggests passion. It suggests a depth of reflection that results in high celebration. Oh, give thanks when you think of his goodness. Oh, give thanks when you think of what he's brought you through. Oh, give thanks when you think of how he's carried you. Oh, give thanks when you reflect how long the Lord has been guiding you. Oh, give thanks when you think about how good God has been protecting you. Oh, give thanks. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Oh, bless his holy name. And as we regather in this sanctuary, we ought not come back here having to be pushed into praise, having to be made to worship, forced to lift up holy hands, encouraged to open your mouth. There ought to be a praise so high on your heart and so close on your lips and so high in your spirit and so deep in your soul that when you walk through these doors, if anybody says anything to you or if anybody doesn't say anything, oh, when I think of the goodness of Jesus, and all he's done for me, my soul cries, hallelujah. Oh, give thanks. And I know, I know, I know we got to wear these masks. But don't let a mask mask your worship. Don't let a mask mask your praise. Don't let a mask discourage you telling the Lord thank you. You've seen this, that, and the other for 14 months now. You ought to be able to tell the Lord, Lord, I thank you. We've seen 560,000 people lose their lives, but you're still here. You ought to tell the Lord, thank you. We, we used to just say I could have been dead and sleeping in my grave, but that's not just a saying anymore. That's reality. Lord, I thank you. Give thanks. God has been good. I say God has been good. Bought you through this. Took you through that. Some of you been sick, but he lifted you up again. Some of you been in the hospital, but you're sitting right now in the church. Do I have a witness here? Oh! 
saints. That, that's what the psalmist meant when he said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed, in other words, if God has brought you through anything, you ought not be quiet. Let the redeemed of the Lord say something. Open your mouth, voices. Say something. Talk about his goodness. Talk about his mercy. Talk about his strength. Talk about his power. Talk about his might. Talk about, talk about, talk about. Secondly, 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 the text shows us that if we are grateful in regathering, then we should have, secondly, a greater appreciation for the works of God. It's in the text, verse 3, verse 3, and gather them out of the lands of the east, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. Somebody say out. The psalmist calls the redeemed of the Lord, those who have been and are being regathered to recognize the condition out of which God has brought them. He gathered them out of the lands in which they were scattered. He delivered them out of their distresses. If we're going to demonstrate our gratefulness for the regathering, then you've got to take some time and consider the works of the Lord and what he's brought you out of. Is there anybody who can testify? And over the last year, the Lord has brought you out of some stuff. Over the last 14 months, the Lord has delivered you out of some situations, brought you out of some storms, kept you out of some problems, pulled you out of some fire, saved you out of some sickness. And when you think about whatever God has delivered you out of, there ought to be some gratefulness for this regathering. God brought me out to bring me in. Brought me out so I could walk into this sanctuary. Brought me out. Because of the works of God bringing you out of things that could have destroyed you. There are some things that you ought to decide today, watch this, that you are coming out of. I'm going to say that again. Because God spared us and brought us out of some things. There are some things that you ought to decide you're going to come out of yourself. God brought you out of COVID. The least you can do is bring yourself out of conceitedness. You ain't gonna talk to me in here. He brought you out of that pandemic. You ought to bring yourself out of being so pessimistic. He brought you out of this mess here. You ought to bring yourself out of misguided motives. God brought you out of so much. You ought to bring yourself out of being so selfish, out of being so self-centered, out of your need for attention, out of your need to be right. Bring yourself out of your need for affirmation, out of being so materialistic, out of your need of being seen. You ought to bring yourself out of having mixed up priorities, out of your own stubbornness out of your willingness to hold on to grudges, out of your willingness to be so unforgiving. You ought to bring yourself out of some stuff and quit asking the Lord, Lord, bring me out. And now you can bring yourself out of some stuff. 
Quit being so mean. Quit being so stuck up. Quit being so sadistic. Quit being so caught up in who you think you are. Quit making sure people know your title. Quit making sure so somebody call you Dr. This and Dr. That. Your name ain't Dr. Your name. Bring yourself out of some of this silliness, out of some of this foolishness, out of some of this meanness. Oh, I've been waiting on this sermon. Oh, yeah, this 14 months in the making, I've been waiting on this one. Bring yourself out of some stuff. You can't sit next to folk. Now, you got all this space in here. But come September, if the Lord willing, we're going to be packed up in here again. And I'm going to see who's going to come up here and sit on this side and sit on this side. If you sit on the same side, you stuck. That's my seat. Ain't nobody got no seat no more. Ain't nobody got no seat no more. Wish y'all would talk to me in here. I'm just glad to get a seat. Glad I can sit down. Glad I can stand back up again. Glad I can walk in and not have to be pushed in. Glad. <laughs> lastly, lastly, if we're going to show our gratefulness in regathering, we can start by showing a greater love for the people of God. A greater love for the people of God. You got to read down to verse 8 to get this. Down in verse 8, says, Psalmist says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Psalmist says, Now listen, it's good for you to shout about what God has done for you. But if you show enough gratefulness, You'll be glad when you look around and see the faces of other folk in this place. I wish I had a witness in here. He said, oh, that, that, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. Not only the goodness that he showed you, but the wonderful works that he showed the children of God. In other words, I can praise him for what he did for me. But the fact that when I walked in here, I saw 75 other folk. And I wasn't by myself. But I see that I'm not the only one that the Lord has been good to. I can give God praise. That he's not only been good to me, but he's been good to you too. Is there anybody here who can testify today that God has been good to me? But I'm not just going to praise him because he's been good to me. I'm going to praise him because he's been good to you. Say it. Say it. 
Is there anybody here today who's got a praise for your pew partner? Who's got a worship for your fellow believer? Who can look back over and see that God has blessed your house, but has also blessed her house, and has blessed his house, and has blessed y'all's house, and blessed y'all's house. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for God has so been good. I say God has so been good. Say it. Say it. He's been good to me. And I praise you for what you did for me. But honestly, I praise you for what he did for y'all. That you can be here and see other folk get through it too. been through the storm and rain but the old church said I made it I had a little heartache and pain but I made it times got kind of dark but Jesus played his part and by the grace of God I made it. I made it. We made it. And you know what? That song has new meaning. It ain't just a pretty song no more. When I say I love you, I need you to survive. I, I won't harm you with words from my mouth. This, this stuff we've been doing to each other is petty. It's silly. And it don't have no place in the body of Christ or in the kingdom of God. I love you. I need you to survive. I need you, you need me, we're all a part of God's body, stand with me, agree with me, we're all a part of God's body, it is his will that it Supplied. You are important to me. I need you to survive. You are important 
Come on, help me sing it, y'all. I need you. You need me. We're all a part of God's body. Stand with me. meditate on these words I want you to meditate on these words and sing it in your spirit the word says I pray for you sing it in your spirit I pray for you you pray for me you pray for me in your heart tell him I love you I love I need you I need you you ought to make a commitment this morning I won't harm you with words I'm going to stop gossiping I'm going to stop spreading rumors I love because I love you. I need you to. I ain't going to talk about survive. you no more. You pray for me. I pray for you. You pray for me. You pray for oh, me. Oh, I love you. I love you. I need you. I need you. I'm going to get off this phone survive. and I'm going to stop harming folk with my tongue. Harm you words from my mouth. Because I love you. I love you. I need you. I need you to. Me. You pray for me, and I love you, I love and I need, I you. need you to serve, and I won't harm, I won't harm you. Words from my mouth, words from my mouth, cause I love you, I love and I need, you. I need you to serve. I pray for you, you pray. I won't harm you. I won't harm you. Words from my mouth. Said I love you. I love you. And I need you to survive. I pray for you. You pray for me. My God, my God. I love I need you. I need you to survive. It is his will. It is his will that every need be supplied. You are important to me. I need you to survive. Hallelujah. And listen, those of you who are watching, I don't have to do this here because we all have pre-registered, which means we are members, which means we all know the law. Amen. I'm going to pray for you that your faith would be increased that the more. But if you're watching and you don't know the Lord in the pardon of your sins, you're without a church home, you're without this fellowship, and there's no place for you to regather. 
I want to invite you first to become a part of the body of Christ by giving your life to Jesus. How do you do that? You simply pray this prayer in your heart. Say, Lord, come into my heart. Save my soul. I believe that you are the son of God. I believe you died on a cross for my sins. And I believe you rose again from the dead. And right now, by faith, I accept you as Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, I want you to call the number that's on your screen. There's somebody there waiting for you, waiting to speak with you and counsel with you and pray with you and give you next steps that you might take to grow in your faith and to become a part of this fellowship that we call K-Chapel. God bless you. God keep you is our prayer. We're standing for the benediction. As we prepare to take our leave, those of you who are gathered here in person, understand we're going to be leaving by sections. And so we're going to ask the ushers at the conclusion of the benediction, uh, the ushers to get into place. Don't move. Let the ushers direct you from your sections. Amen. Amen. God bless you. And now may the grace of God, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth and forevermore. In the name of the Father and of the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace. Amen.